You know what bothers me? What bothers you? The fact that nobody talks about the first Expendables movie and how Mickey Rourke gave an Oscar-worthy monologue for no goddamn reason. Do you remember that monologue? Is that when they're at the bar? No, it's when they're at the tattoo shop. Uh Uh-huh. And, uh... Because the tattoo artist, right? Yeah, because, you know, the first Expendables takes itself very seriously. And Stallone goes in and is like, I lost a girl on the mission. Yeah. And Mickey Rourke goes into, like, this story when from his past mission. And he's, like, crying and shaking. And you're like, oh, my God, where the fuck did this come from in this movie? And then it went back to being the Expendables. (laughs) (laughs) Right after that. Was that before or after Mickey Rourke won an Oscar? I think it was after... I think Iron Man 2 was his first thing after I think coming so. off the Oscar. Yeah, I think it was. Yikes. Hello, everyone. I'm Dalton Murdoch. I'm Nick Iricchio. And we are the Movie Nights. Well, some of them. If you're watching this because you want to hear our uncensored... Unfiltered. ...thoughts and opinions about the world of entertainment news, so kick back... Relax. And thank you for being a part of the conversation. We didn't do a show last week. No, he didn't. Yeah, I was traveling. As was I. And it was uh, it was a whole thing. Yes. Uh, and you could tell we were traveling from the last uh, shitty reaction video that we did. But, you know, it is what it is. I didn't want to say anything. You couldn't just skip an episode, you know? <laughs> no, you can't so skip. So we had to do it. It was just three days late. It was a good shitty. episode, too. Ah, it was all right. It was all right. <laughs> what was it again? It was the Killmonger Iron Man one. Right, 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 right. It was all right. right. God, it's Michael B. Jordan back. Yeah, that that's true. That's true. That was very nice. So, um, we have a ton of movie news to talk about because we have a couple weeks worth of stories. Ooh. So, um, Spoiler alert. He didn't tell me any of the topics we're going to talk about. No, he's going to react blindly. But to be fair, he didn't tell me what the rumor is this week either. Ooh, it's a good one. This story comes to us as an exclusive from The Hollywood Reporter. Andy Garcia joins the cast of The Expendables 4. See why you did the opening the yeah. way you did then? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Isn't that just fantastic news? Was Andy Garcia? Who's the bad guy in the first Expendables? Eric Roberts. Eric Rob. What happened to him? I don't know. It's like Emma Roberts' dad or something. Yeah, right? and uh, there's another one that they're related to. Julia. Yes, Julia Roberts' Julia brother. Julia Roberts' brother. Emma Roberts' uncle. Da- uncle. Yeah. Uncle. Uncle. I believe it isn't Julia. No, no, no. no. Daughter. Eric Roberts' daughter is Emma Roberts. Okay. Sister is of Julia, Julia Roberts. Roberts. Aunt is Julia Roberts. Mm-hmm. Probably. Got it. Got it. One, they're making Expendables four, which oh, yeah. I am a thousand percent on board for. Oh yeah, and like, and I love Andy Garcia. Me too. Look, I, I love Andy Garcia, mm-hmm. and I, I look, I understand why they made this the, yeah, uh, the headline. But there's something else that it adds. Um, they have a director. It's going to be directed by Scott Waugh. I believe that's how you say his name. Okay. That man directed Need for Speed. And I... I never saw that. Fucking love the Need for Speed movie. It's so fun. It's with Aaron Paul and yes. Michael Keaton. And Michael yeah, Keaton yeah. and Rami Malek. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yes. I never got around to seeing that. It's so fun. Yeah. I, l- I love it. It's silly. But anyway, the article goes on to talk about uh, Andy Garcia joining the cast. Mm -hmm. It says, Andy Garcia has joined the Magnum Muscle cast of the latest installment of The Expendables. 
the action franchise from Lionsgate and Millennium Media. Jason Statham is leading a double-barreled call sheet that includes Dolph Lundgren, Randy Couture, Sylvester Stallone, who are set to reprise their roles from their previous films. Also in the chamber are 50 Cent, Megan Fox, and Tony Jaa. What a line! 50 Cent? Yeah. Megan Fox, she's coming around again. Oh, oh, it has stuff on his role. Garcia will play a CIA agent assigned to accompany the Expendables on their dangerous mission. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. No, but I, I, I'm i excited about the news. Fucking Expendables 2 is the, the greatest movie ever made. Expendables 2 is fantastic. <laughs> it is. It knew exactly what it was. Yeah. Just like another movie that we saw recently called Malignant, and it was great. It <sighs> was great. How much time we got? <laughs> Listen, I'm not an idiot, okay? I obviously hope to grow this show one day, but I know that there's going to be about 60 listeners, right? Maybe if we're lucky. One of those listeners is going to be Kyler, who's a fellow movie knight. At least, if he really likes me, he'll listen. Kyler, Malignant, was fucking great. It knew exactly what it was. It was campy and fun, and it didn't deny it. It said you didn't have to do comedy to be campy. You can make it very well-crafted and silly as fuck. That's exactly what it did. Moving on. I want to circle back really quick to Expendables 2 if we could have a moment. <laughs> of course we can. Because I thought I, I, I thought I knew something and I wanted to confirm it and my confirmation was right, but I didn't want to say it without doing my due diligence. Of course. Uh, you said that it is the greatest movie of all time. Yeah. One, we both know that that is wrong because <laughs> the real answer to the greatest movie of all time is Con Air. Yes, but... Directed by Simon West. Mm-hmm. Who directed Expendables Two? So, are you are you willing to say on the show right now? Expendables Two is the second greatest movie of all time. Mm-hmm. Yes, hands down. Oh, above Face Off, dude. I'm 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 surprised by that one. I am surprised. But hey, well, to merge the two topics together now is Expendables Four the time where they finally get Cage. I hope so. He's got to be in an ex- honestly. <coughs> I'm pretty sure they've asked him to be in every single one that they've made. Pig was so good. It was. And if it wasn't, I think they could get him. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like all that stuff that happened with that, I feel like I don't think they could get him for four. Here's the thing. Schedule willing. I don't think he's going to say no if they asked him. That's fair. That's fair. But he said no all the other times. All the other times he was a different man. <laughs> He'd have to be the villain. No. You he, don't see him as a villain? He could be a priest for all I care. I just want him in the movie. <laughs> I just want him in the movie so bad. <clears throat> Look, I know that no one at Lionsgate is going to watch this, but I'm going to speak this into existence. Yep. It doesn't even have to be the fourth one. Please get... Nicholas Cage into an Expendables movie. Any of them. For the love of God. CGI him into the first one. I was going to say, I don't care if you have to go back and do Snyder cuts of the first three and just (laughs) have Nick Cage in there. Please do it. Please. I don't understand how you could look at Nick Cage and his filmography and look at the concept of the Expendables movie and not put them together. I know. I know. It'd be like if you were going to make a sequel to the original Star Wars trilogy and not mm. have a scene with the three leads together. Oh, wait. 
I joke, I joke. I like two-thirds of them. Anyway, moving on to our next story. Uh, this one comes to us from Deadline. You like Willy Wonka? I do. And you know how Timothy Chalamet is going to play Willy Wonka? Yes, I remember well, that being a story. Well, someone else joined the cast in the form of Keegan-Michael Key. Ooh, we like him. Yes, this is an exclusive like from Deadline. Mm-hmm. His role and character details are being kept under wraps, but primetime Emmy winner Keegan-Michael Key has joined the cast of Wonka, joining Timothy Chalamet. So we have no idea who or what he's playing. The Oompa Loompas. Go on. <laughs> Obviously, it'll be some... I, I assume yeah. it'll be some sort of comedic role. Maybe not, but I assume it will be some version of that. What is the... Is it an origin? Yes, like the origin of Willy Wonka. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they're doing the Tim Burton sad boy daddy issue Willy Wonka. Some kind of other fantastical thing. Yeah. Is there a director or anything attached to it? There is, but I just clicked out of the story. So uh, That's very... Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I should have had that on my brain ready to go, and I didn't. I failed you all, and I apologize. No, you're good. No, but, uh, but yeah, no, I'm, re- I'm really looking forward to that Wonka movie. Uh, it's going to be interesting, to say the least. It's an interesting role for him to take on, too. Timothy Chalamet, just in general. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of out of left field, I feel like, for him. But also not. He's slowly getting to the point where he can do what he wants. He's slowly getting there. Yeah. I think once he bags that first Oscar, which should be any day now, he'll he'll have some real stopping power. It won't be long before he joins a comic book movie. I think he just needs some more time to show his his range. Mm-hmm. Like I think he's a great actor, and I've liked everything that I've seen him in. But it seems like he keeps playing the same roles, mm-hmm. and he does them very well which is why i'm looking forward to dune because dune yeah. dune seems a little different yeah but like uh what was that movie with him and steve carell that we beautiful saw beautiful boy that was so good such a good movie like he was fantastic in it he was great in um ladybird mm-hmm. like he's a good actor but he's also he kind of falls into these same kind of roles yeah even if they are different i think he needs something to like kind of left field him which yeah. i think dune might do a good job of yeah i'm looking forward to seeing him in the french dispatch that's the Wes Anderson one, right? Yes. Is there a trailer or anything for that out? There is. Oh, really? It comes out in that. October. Well, all right then. I'm, I'm excited. the trailer. Yeah. But I'm excited for that movie. I'm excited for Keegan-Michael Key. Keegan-Michael hmm. Key joining anything makes me happy. Yeah. I right. think he literally makes anything better yeah. that he's in. I I feel like I had more to that sentence, but no. <laughs> Keegan-Michael Key just is good at everything. And uh, I'm glad he's getting more roles. What do you guys think of Keegan-Michael Key joining the cast of Wonka? Let us know in the comments below. Now, this third story is one that I'm really excited to talk about Mm -hmm. because uh, we're going to kind of combine a couple stories, both coming exclusives from Deadline. Uh, Christopher Nolan is going to make (laughs) a new film about um, Oppenheimer, Robert Oppenheimer, J. Robert Robert Oppenheimer, Christ, Mm -hmm. and creating the atom bomb. Okay. He, a few weeks ago, shopped it to other studios because of how bad Warner Brothers pissed him off with the day and date shit with HBO Max. We remember the letter he wrote calling it the worst streaming service. It was hilarious. I don't remember. I don't think I ever saw the letter. He basically wrote like a thing that said a bunch of filmmakers went to bed working for the greatest movie studio and woke up working for the worst streaming service. Yeah. Got him. Yeah. So, he wasn't happy about that, and <laughs> it is official, coming from Deadline, that his new film will be released and made by Universal Pictures. 
Ooh. They have landed Christopher Nolan, but that's not the interesting thing. The interesting thing is the kind of shit that he's asking for to in order to make the movie. It's pretty bonkers stuff, and it's actually amazing that they're kind of letting him do this. I'm mm-hmm. going to pull up a little bit of what he's demanding. This man is a madman, and the fact that this worked is incredible. Mm-hmm. This is what he's asking for, and apparently will receive most of it. Total creative control. Okay. A $100 million budget on the movie. A $100 million marketing budget on the movie. A theatrical window of 90 to 120 days. 20% of the first dollar gross. And the studio can't release another film three weeks before or after his. Jesus Christ. My God. That's how you know you got some power in Hollywood if you can demand that kind of stuff. So... Did he not have, like, a, a, a deal in place with Warner Brothers already? Like, not on paper. He just had a good working relationship with them and would always go to them first. And they never said no. Gotcha. So he just didn't go to them this time. Yeah. I didn't know if he had, like, a, a first look deal or you no. know, any of that kind of stuff. No, 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 no. Okay. Um, yeah. And wow. I've seen some interesting things of people talking about the 90 to 120 day theatrical window. Yeah. Because pre-COVID, 90 days was the theatrical window. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that a movie will play for 90 days. Excuse me. It just means that... You can't put it anywhere You else. can't put it anywhere else except theaters for 90 days. Yeah. Now, with post-COVID and the new world we're living in, it seems that the new normal is going to be 45 days. Mm-hmm. Split that in half. And a lot of them are even skipping the middle window of on-demand, and they're going straight from theaters to streaming, which is an interesting thing. But what I think Nolan wants to do is he wants to have his theater... Have or have his movie be in theaters for an amount of time that's so long that after people see the movie and forget about it, suddenly you can remarket the movie as it's coming to DVD. And then it's like, oh, shit, that's right. Yeah. And then when you put it on streaming into the other stuff, it's like a two marketing campaigns. That is some confidence. Yeah. That is some I mean, huge confidence. I mean, he delivers. Yeah, he's Christopher fucking Nolan. But, man. Yeah, this that movie is better so... be fucking good. And I, I, I'm I, sure it will be. I think he's the best working today. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, what are your thoughts on, him? one, him going against Warner Brothers, and, two, his uh, demands for this new film? Well, I'll start with the first part. Yeah. Um, I hope that that doesn't sever their working relationship because i think it has (laughs) you think it has entirely for the foreseeable future yeah Yeah. every nolan movie was warner brothers Mm -hmm. every movie since batman okay maybe even memento so a while so all the big stuff yeah or no i think insomnia insomnia was warner brothers and everything how do you think the warner brothers execs felt when they woke up that morning and were like he saw Universal picked it up. Universal stand like, oh, yeah. Uh, Do you think he got an email or a call from any? Well, I'm sure he went to Warner Brothers and was like, "Hey, these are my demands. These are my demands. If you guys want to do it." And I'm sure they were playing coy. Yeah. Them thinking like, I'm assuming that they were thinking like, "Oh, he's not going to go anywhere else." And then he fucking did. Well, what? That movie hasn't even been filmed yet. Mm-mm. And he is he concerned that they're just going to drop it onto HBO Max? Or do you think that it's like a statement against their move that they did it this year? A bit of both. I think basically he wanted to create protections to prevent companies from stabbing him in the back. Mm-hmm. And I think that this deal guarantees that. Yeah. 
Because now well, Universal might have just got some good work for the foreseeable yeah. future. Yeah. <laughs> yes, do that. Yeah. Do that and whatever else you got, just bring it on over. I hope we get a Christopher Nolan Frankenstein movie. I was just about to say, I hope we get a Christopher Nolan Universal monster movie. Yes, that'd be sick. Um, yeah. I think he could do something cool with that. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, Universal's got tons of cool shit. I'm oh, yeah, sure he's yeah, happy yeah. about being over there. Absolutely. but And then, too, the demands just... Wow. What is... What is a typical marketing budget for a movie? It's usually about up from half to equal the production budget. So that's not a crazy demand. That's not a crazy demand. And a hundred a hundred a hundred mil? Yeah. For the filming of the movie? Yeah. What Which also isn't too crazy for Nolan. If you could give me a if you know off the top of your head, could do you know any of the the budgets for any of his other movies, like Interstellar or Tenet or anything? I think his most expensive one was Tenet. I think that was 200 Okay. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Dark Knight Rises, I believe, was two fifty, mm-hmm. And Tenet was 200 I'm assuming. If I'm wrong, tell me in the comments. And then all his Dark Knight movies were in the 150-plus, like 140, I think 140, 165. Okay. And then not... Dark Knight Rises was like two fifty. So he's on the lower end for him. Yeah. I mean, it, it seems like it's going to be a drama film, so... Probably not, yeah. That's fair. Are there any, like... Is he getting his usual team? The only name that was in the article is that... And this isn't confirmed. It just says there are circles going around that Killian Murphy is going to be in it because Nolan. He's good. I want Killian Murphy to show up in more things. I agree. He's a Great excellent. actor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That is... <laughs> That's big. That is big. And... Good for Universal. Yeah. Good for Nolan. Yeah, good for all of them. Good for all of them. Sucks for Warner Brothers. Yeah. But. And the thing is, if this movie is a hit, it proves that the pre-COVID ways were better for profitability. Yeah. If it fails, Nolan might go back to Warner Brothers. If they'll have him. Yeah, right? (laughs) I mean... Probably, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> they'll happen. Warner Brothers doesn't shy away from no, <laughs> from sloppy seconds. No, 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 no. Uh, unless you're Zack Snyder. <laughs> unless you're Zack Snyder. Even then, they crawled back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what do you guys think about this whole thing with Christopher Nolan and his new movie about Jay mm-hmm. Oppenheimer and you know the whole deal with Universal? Let us know what you guys think. Moving on to our next story. Speaking of Warner Brothers, mm-hmm. this one kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, we already have one spinoff of the Batman with the Gotham PD show that they're going to be doing. Yep. yep. Now with there's Jeffrey Wright, right? Yeah, yeah. Now there's a second spinoff of the Batman movie about the Penguin. Colin Farrell's? Yes, but it's not confirmed if he will star, but the article says an offer has been made. This is coming from Deadline. The streamer has already has a slew of DC-related projects in the works. With some series orders and others in development, including a spinoff of The Batman and J.J. Abrams' exec-produced take on Madam X and Constantine, it is also working up a series involving the classic foe, Penguin. Deadline understands that the project is in the early stages of the development and is being exec-produced by the Batman duo Dylan Clark and Matt Reeves. It comes from Reeves' sixth in Idaho, Dylan Clark Productions, DC Entertainment, and Warner Brothers Television. Lauren LaFranc, who is a writer on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., is set to be showrunning the project. It is described as a Scarface-like series about the rise of the Penguin character. Colin Farrell is set to play him in The Batman, where the disfigured crime lord is not 
Yet the crime kingpin and dislikes being referred to as the Penguin in the movie, which is due out in March of 2022 and is set in Batman's second year of crime fighting. Farrell reportedly wears a fat suit and is described as unrecognizable. Farrell is expected to star in the series. That was a mouthful there, but it kind of gives us what we needed to know. Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, especially if Colin Farrell comes back. And it, it makes a lot of sense because... Recently, Colin Farrell was making statements saying, like, I'm only in, like, five scenes of this movie. Yeah. And you're thinking, like, I mean, yeah, you should always cast great actors for roles, but why go out and get Colin Farrell if he's only in it for that little? Well, with plots of expansion, this makes a lot more sense, especially for, you know, franchise-growing opportunities. Yeah, because, I mean, if if he's only in a few scenes and not really the Penguin yet, having him have his own series where he becomes the Penguin... Saves you that time in in the movies. Uh, Bat- Batman Two, Batman. Whenever they choose to bring him back in, now yep. he's just a threat that you know of. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And um, I think it's a genius idea. Yeah, I think that um, just the bigger universe you create from this one Batman project, if it's all nailed properly in the storytelling, yeah, I think you really set yourself up for really great opportunities for. A really diehard fan base, which Batman already has, but you know, making this whole Batman world, making it kind of like the comic books of just expanding mm-hmm. and expanding and expanding, while also telling the grounded stories that this kind of Batman world can tell. I think it's nothing but good ideas. And honestly, I want to hear spinoffs about everyone. That one kid in the movie who says, "Who the hell are you supposed to be?" I want his fucking show. Give I me all of him. them. Yeah, give me all of them. Riddler yeah, show. No. Uh, yes, I think this is a great idea, and I'm looking forward to it personally. I I think I'm a fan of this model that Warner Brothers is kind of rolling out now where yeah. it's like movie and spin-off shows that then could lead into like how they're doing the Peacemaker show with John Cena from the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. I like that because con- you'll have these characters and these big movies that you just don't have the time to tell a personal story to really get to... You can know a character, but to like really flesh them out yeah. you know like I, I i saw a thing and i'll bring up hawkeye hawkeye has i think in total someone said 52 minutes of screen time something like that now we're gonna have six hours of it it's like and you already feel like you you kind of got a good understanding of hawkeye mm-hmm. but you're gonna see things that are completely different and it's like yeah no it's just because there's no time and i think that could really work if they if they nail it correctly. Yeah, no, I think so too. Because I I remember hearing rumblings too of a Catwoman show with Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz, mm-hmm. which again could work. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. And I'd be curious if they get Pattinson for the TV shows, or if he's just going to strictly be movies, or if he's going to pop in here and there. That would be cool if he showed up, especially on Gotham PD. Yeah. That'd be super fucking so cool. I, I don't know. I, I feel like I haven't really heard him talk about it much, and I know we'll get more of it. I'm very mm. curious how invested he is. Not invest obviously he's invested, but like you know, you could tell like an actor's like I'm all about this. I yeah. want to do this as much as possible or yeah. if he's just going to be like, you know, we'll see where it goes. Mm-hmm. I I think we'll tell from his performance. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, eventually he'll start doing press for the movie. And, you know, we'll see. You and he's can, always you been can... such an aloof guy. Like, yeah. I feel like you're not going to yeah. get a read on him. You all, know? all I know is the past few projects he's been in, he's given it his all. Yeah. And I feel like it's not going to be any different for Batman. 
and that he was going to give it his all. Oh yeah, no, I don't. I, I don't doubt the fact that he's going to give it his all. I, I mean, in terms of like, you see John Cena, and he is wearing the Peacemaker costume out in public. Right. Yeah, or yeah. even not even that, but just like Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy with interviews. Venom. Yeah. Like how how much or is Robin Pattinson going to show up? And he's going to give it his all, but then at the end of the day, it's like mm. I'm going to do it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, we'll see. I mean, I mean even if he's not a diehard fan. Yeah. I think he likes good scripts and he likes the material. And as long as that continues on the Matt Reeves side, which yeah. I think it will, then we got nothing to worry about in regards to him. And I think he's a man who also understands the power that these characters hold. Yeah. And the fan bases. And I feel like he's not going to want to disappoint. And yeah. I think he understands the weight of the role. Yeah, for sure. Even I think before I think he so. took it on. So yeah, of course, yeah. of course. And they probably told him. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, you realize everyone hated Affleck when we announced this, right? <laughs> You're going to get the same thing. We're yeah. going to announce you, and everyone's going to be like, what the hell? <laughs> I was on board Article oh, same, 1. Same. Article 1. Both I went, of us, yeah. Genius. Yeah. Genius. Like, this is a great idea. Yeah. Anyone complaining has only seen Twilight. Yeah. Uh, anyway, moving on to the final story before the rumors. Ooh. Deadline. Anthony Mackie to star as John Doe in live-action Twisted Metal series from Sony TV and PlayStation Productions. Right off the bat, they're making a Twisted Metal series. Is Twisted Metal like the Monster Trunk game? Yes. <laughs> Which ones? Is John, I, Doe the, is John Doe the clown-looking dude? No. No? I forget that that car's name, but it wasn't John Doe. Yeah. But here's the thing. Fuck yeah, dude. Are you kidding me? The original PlayStation had a ton of these games. The popular one was Twisted Metal 2. Yeah. I was actually partial to Twisted Metal 3. That one was the shit. I don't think I ever played them, but I know the... I know, like, the artistry. Like, yeah. the, the look of it, and yeah, I yeah. know the the basic kind of... Give me that post a post-apocalyptic bullshit. Give yeah. me cars bumping into each other. Give me cheesy, nonsensical dialogue. Give it all to me. Give it all to me. Give in me this Anthony Mackie in everything. If this series is good, Sony, I will buy a fucking PlayStation Five. <laughs> I did not plan on it. Sold. So yeah. So I know it I, may seem kind honestly, of dumb. I'll I had wa- to bring up this story. I'll watch anything with him. Oh yeah, I love Anthony Mack. What a what a personality too. I'm still just, I'm still waiting for Eight Mile Part Two. Eight Mile Part Two. <laughs> like even just watching him interview, like the dude's hysterical, yeah. and he's just so he's a hard worker too. He's a hard worker. He put in the work, and yeah. I think he uh, again going to uh, people being invested in their roles. Mm-hmm. I'm on board with him as Captain America. Oh, a thousand percent. I cannot wait for that movie. That movie percent. cannot get here soon enough. Oh, a million percent. So yeah, I just wanted to. Uh, let, me, let, me, let me see if the article has any more details on it. <laughs> I'm about that. I support it. Oh my god, Red Reese and Paul Winnick are writing at the Deadpool and Zombieland writers. <laughs> this is going to be fucking awesome. And th- is this a movie or a TV show? A TV show. Good. Good. Did they say what it's going to be on? Oh, John Doe is the milkman. The milk. The milkman truck. Oh. So I'm get, is he the lead then? Yes. I don't remember from the game, so I guess in the show they're making. Deadpool and Zombieland sold. Yeah, do they say what um they say what all it's going to be on streaming or No, I think they're going to shop it around. Okay. Yeah, it says they're going to shop it around. I feel like I feel like I could see that ending up on Prime. I could see that too. That seems like a Prime 
It does. Video. It really does. Thing. It really, really does. Oh, I think he does the ice cream truck, too. I think that's him. Good. Good. Yeah. No, I'm excited about that. So, yeah. Uh, really excited about that. Ladies and gentlemen, with that out of the way, it is time for rumors of the round table. I don't know what the rumor is. Nicholas, hit <laughs> us with what you got. Again, I cannot emphasize this enough. I am pulling these from sources like Twitter that ha- I cannot trace back Again, to anything reliable. Rumors of the round table. Rumors. We, we, we need to do an opening yeah. that like emphasizes. This is just solely... Well, we were right on our last show. We were about we the Hawkeye trailer. We got the Hawkeye trailer, trailer the yeah, next week. That Look rumor that. was correct, yeah. Hey. So, this week's rumor, 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 not reliable source rumor of the week. Are you... You're familiar with Disney Plus, Marvel specifically. Uh, I am. Yeah, Marvel. Marvel's got some shows going on on it. Uh huh. And there's one show that is in development, uh, based off of a existing character in the MCU. Yes. One of my favorites. Care to guess as to the show? Armor Wars. It is Armor Wars with I Don Cheadle's War Machine. How much you love War Machine? I love War Machine here. Do you have a War Machine Funko Pop? I feel like I do, but it's at my mom's house. Ah, okay. I do have Iron Patriot here, I believe. We could, we could work with Iron Patriot. Maybe he'll show yeah. up next week. We'll see. We'll yeah, see. Yeah. I also Maybe have the first we'll... appearance of War Machine right I there. I know you do, and Fucker. he put it on the side that I sit on and it makes me sad. Um, oh yeah, look there it is. Iron Patriot, folks. Look at that. We'll join him there. No one could probably see any of these. No, maybe not. Eh. Fuck it. Oh, here, I'll lift them up first. So, <laughs> so, this week's Rumor of the Roundtable comes to us from the Twitter sphere about Armor Wars. Uh huh. Um, and as we know, the plot of Armor Wars, as they released on the Disney Day, was that it's going to be, you know, following, you know, what if Tony Stark's armor fell into the wrong hands? Yeah. What if the Stark technology fell into the wrong hands? So, one of the things that I saw was that it's actually going to uh, pepper. And Morgan are going to be in it. Oh. And we're going to see a little bit of what their life's like after the passing of Tony Stark. Okay. Um, as well as a rumored appearance from Harley from Iron Man 3. No We saw shit. him at the funeral. That would be cool We saw fuck. him at the funeral last yeah. in Endgame. He was uh, the kid from Iron Man 3 there. Uh-huh. Um, there's also another rumor as to what the uh, technology could be. Okay. Um, he kind of made a robot at one point. You remember that? It's kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and that robot then died, and then that robot became very white, and we saw him in, in another <laughs> TV show, WandaVision, and then he kind of just left. So there's just kind of a an android who doesn't know what's going on floating mm-hmm. about. Uh, white Vision, I think, is what he was dubbed. That's racist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's rumored that that is uh, part of the technology that... Falls into the wrong hands. Falls into the wrong hands. And there's also another existing Marvel character that is rumored to be the person who gets their hands on it. Dalton, I'm going to give you a guess. It is? it is unfortunately it is not Justin Hammer from Damn what it, I read. Again, <laughs> rumors. I think it I think Justin Hammer should show up in it. Yeah. But do you care to take a guess as to who the other character is? We have seen this person in a movie. Zemo. It is not Zemo. Right, you got. I should clarify. It. It's not a Marvel. No I'm kidding. <laughs> it is a. It is a Marvel movie. It is not Zemo. I forgot he got arrested by the Wakandans. Yeah. Would you like a hint? Yes, I will give you a hint. This person, we saw them 
attempting to buy technology from another scientist within the Marvel Universe. I have no fucking idea, Nicholas. Sonny Birch from Ant-Man and the Wasp, <laughs> played no by Walton, Walton Goggins. Goggins. So their rumored appearance are that, you know, Pepper and Morgan and Harley and White Vision and Sonny Birch are all going to be in the Armor Wars show. That would be cool. Um, Yeah. I love Walton Goggins. You know that about me. <laughs> yeah. I also love Don, Machidal and, Don Cheadle and War Machine. Oh, yes. And if you're telling me I'm getting the two of them in a show together, throwing a scroll and my God, we're ready to party. <laughs> you fucking love scrolls. I love scrolls. <laughs> so, yeah, that is the rumor of the of the week here. Uh, we'll see if it comes true. Interesting pool, if it's true. Yeah. Um, I really like seeing Harley again. That makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Pepper and Morgan is cool. Um, I have a feeling we're going to see Ironheart in there as well. That might have been confirmed already. I don't remember offhand, but I think uh, so. But I wouldn't look. be surprised if we saw the new Falcon as well. Torres, yeah. I could yeah, see yeah. them maybe doing like a West Coast Avengers type thing yep. and kind of having... Cool. Don Cheadle lead that. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. I just want the Iron Patriot armor back. <laughs> Me too. That's really Me what too. it comes down yeah. to. That would be cool. It's a rebrand. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, no, that's an interesting rumor, dude. I think uh, it'd be good. The Sunny Birch one is fascinating to me. I'm really banking. I'm really hoping that Justin Hammer shows up. The Sunny Birch thing is, is definitely an interesting pull because he was also working for someone mm-hmm. who could, I guess, be revealed to be hammer if Maybe. they want to do that yeah i really think it comes down to i think you could interchange whatever role they written i think you can make it for sunny birch and i think you can make it for justin hammer yeah and i think it's a matter of who they get available i think justin hammer fits better because he's really tied to uh-huh. all of those characters yeah but we haven't seen sunny birch and i like i feel like walton goggins got wasted in that ant-man and it'd be nice to see him see him again yeah so, i agree with you we'll see yeah we'll see that's why it's a rumor Ladies and gentlemen, that was Rumors of the Roundtable, and that was the Movie Nights Roundtable. Thank you guys so much for watching. Anything else you want to add, Nicholas? Um, no, I think I've got everything. Go watch Malignant on HBO Max. <laughs> or in wa- theaters if you can. Yes, and watch The Local on Apple TV and Google Play, the little film that we made. Yes. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching, and we'll see you next time.